0: this episode of the dj force x podcast is proudly sponsored by fixed fixed is a fan and artist friendly independent record label that specializes in hybrid electronic rock it's home to the likes of cell blue starly i will never be the same richie nicks the algorithm voices cd akira and a whole bunch more check out their latest label sampler for just one dollar at their official store fixstore.com that's f-i-x-t store.com save 10% off your first order by using my coupon code forcex that's f-o-r-c-e-x they have loads of shirts hoodies stickers posters and many other accessories for all their artists and this is available worldwide with fantastic international shipping rates to go with that so head over to fixstore.com and check them out and don't forget use my coupon code FORCEX. Hello and
1: welcome to the DJ ForceX podcast episode 42. Coming up, I have Jeremy Kling. He's the drummer from Necromancing the Stone. Uh, he was also in the band The Absence as well. If you're uh, into the kind of death metal scene, you would have most probably heard of them. But anyway, Necromancing the Stone have a new album out, Jewel of the Vile. It is out on August the fifth on Metal Blade Records, which as of the time of releasing this is next week. Uh, you can preview a couple of tracks now off their website. Uh, there are two tracks currently available on their Bandcamp. Uh, there are four on apple music i'm not sure how many are on spotify but go check it out it's good stuff if you like your sort of like power metal heavy metal like classic heavy metal of like maiden priest um kind of king crimson type uh, merciful fate etc all those kind of bands um check it out it's great it's a good album it's, it's just it's fun it's great anyway uh on to this week um Again, please rate and review this show on iTunes if you get the chance. Pop on iTunes, leave a review. I'll give you a shout-out on the, on the show if you do it as well. Um, also, vote for me, Best of the Bay, which is something here in Tampa Bay. It's a, a newspaper called Creative Loafing, and they have an annual awards ceremony uh, where they um, basically have local podcasts, radio shows, and radio personalities, amongst other things. Those are the three things I'm actually nominated for. Um, but if you can go to CL Tampa dot com forward slash b o t b and under the people politics sorry people places and politics section um you'll find me under best podcast best internet radio show and radio personality you can vote for me on there that would be awesome again let me know if you voted i'll give you a shout out on my show um and talking of that shows uh my radio show is every tuesday on totalrock.com at 11 p.m uk time 6 p.m east coast um and on saturdays at midnight on the mix.fm that's m-i-x-x.fm uh, eastern time as well and they're both available on the TuneIn radio app, so you get that for your phone. Uh, it's a free app, and you can find us on there. Uh, and also, you can listen on demand to the show on Mixcloud. So on the Wednesday after the after the first airing, it gets uploaded to Mixcloud. So that's mixcloud.com forward slash DJ Force X. All one word. And there's about 120... Twenty nine, hundred and twenty nine now, 129 episodes of this, um, and yeah, so you can go back, and listen to all of them if you want, they're about an hour long each, so there's plenty of music there to listen to, um, so yeah, and to a new feature on this show this week, I'm going to try it out, see if you like it, comic book of the week, because this kind of interview's a bit more on the nerdy side, I thought I'd throw some stuff in there, anyway, I've been really enjoying, uh, it's been out for a couple of weeks now, but, uh, really enjoying the Dark Knight Returns Last Crusade, uh, the one-shot prequel by, uh, Frank Miller, and, um, who else we got, we got, um, oh, Azarello, Romita, and Steigerwald, I've got it in front of me right now, (laughs) Uh, I should have had that ready, but anyway, um, it's a great, it's a prequel to The Dark Knight Returns, kind of takes, uh, how it drove Batman, uh, to the edge of, um, breaking, on the, on basically a breaking point, breaking point, it's dark, it's gritty, um, and it's really good, I mean, it's, it, it's it's no masterpiece, but it's a good read. I mean, compared to the Dark Knight, it kind of it pales slightly. But it is only a one shot prequel, so you kind of take it for what it is. Um, but it's you know it's good. Um, it just kind of takes away. It makes it makes Batman a little bit more human, um, and just kind of. I'm not going to give anything. I'm trying not to give anything away. No spoilers or anything. But it's um, I'd say pick it up. It's a great read. It's like I think it was like six dollars, five six dollars here. Um, so it's probably about four or five pounds in the uk um but yeah check it out pick it up it's a one shot you don't have to buy a whole series at that point but you know it was it was a good read and i thoroughly enjoyed it anyway on to this week's show this is jeremy Kling of necromancing the stone enjoy Jeremy, uh, he's the drummer from the band Necromancing the Stone. Welcome, Jeremy. Hey, thanks for having me. Cool, no worries, man. Thank you for joining me on the show. Um, so, um, how are you doing today?
2: I'm doing great, man. Started my day off with some chicken wings. Got some Florida sunshine, flip flops on.
1: Life's good. Nice. Life is good. Life in Florida is good. Yes. Yes. Sir. <laughs> I had a similar morning, but without the chicken wings. <laughs> so. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. Um, necromancing the stone um they've just about to release a new album called jewel of the vile uh, which is out on metal blade records um, august 5th which is next week the count of recording this um could i get yep. some uh just some background on the band i know you released an ep um last year uh before the devil knows you're dead is that right yep yeah yep. so um yeah just basically just to get some background on the band just for the listeners um wanting to know a bit more about you
2: okay uh it's a pretty it's a pretty cool story and um i've gotten pretty streamlined at telling it my first couple <laughs> times it was a bit long-winded um but um so i had come home from an absence tour and it was kind of like uh it was a it was a pinnacle moment for the band it was like a turning point paradigm shift and i was uh i was like you know i just uh, i need to do something i was like i I this band is the way the direction it was going. It needed to go. I needed to go somewhere else uh, for the absence. So I um, I was like, man, I want to jam with some guitar players. Like, who who do I want to play with? And I uh, literally was a completely tiny list of one. Well, it basically consisted of James Malone. Uh, I love Arsis. I think that band is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I think his phrasing is great on guitars. It's like uh, how he sings in conjunction with his guitars are are great in my opinion and uh you know it's just good melodic technical death metal so I was like man I was like I wonder if he'd be down to you know rock with me so I hit him up on Facebook and I I literally wrote dude can we rock and and he is funny as hell and then he writes me back he wrote yes you know of course he's like what do you have in mind and it was like well doom is happening right now it's kind of a I don't know. It's not really my thing. I mean, I like it. I like to listen to it. I just don't know. I'd want to play it. And um, and it was then we kind of were was like, well, I mean, what about like classic heavy metal? And um, he was like, dude, you know, you now that you mention it, um, these other guys uh, and that would be John and Justin from uh, from Necromancing. Um, he was like, they have this project called Necromancing the Stone that they wanted me to be a part of like four years ago or five years ago, something crazy. Like, I mean, this project had been shelved for years, uh, like totally just sitting on ice. And it was demos that Justin and John had done, uh, for about five songs. Yeah. And his first, I heard the name and I was like, yeah, that kicks ass. <laughs> uh, two, uh, I heard Justin's magic guitar playing. And then three, John just really sealed the deal, man. His vocals have something special to me. I hear it and I go, man I don't know what it is I don't know what it is it's not it's familiar yet it's totally new Um, so as soon as uh, James sent that over to me I heard it and I was like oh yeah I'm in and it was just a violent shift into first gear right there it was like let's go we immediately recorded the three song demo Uh, I tracked it on drums here in Florida uh, summer of 2014 then I flew up to uh, Ohio to track the boys. Uh, so all the guitars and all the vocals, yeah. uh, Ryan did all the bass over in, um, LA. And then, uh, I sent it off to my buddy, Peter Tadgren to mix. And, uh, you know, that caught the attention of metal blade. And here we are now uh, fast forward two years later. And the, uh, we're on the, we're on the cusp of the release for the first record.
1: Yeah. No, that sounds really cool. I mean, uh- Having, having band members um, so spread out, how has that worked for you? Obviously, I know you flew up to um, the various parts where they are to record them and things, but how does that work sort of going forward when it comes to touring and things like that?
2: Well, I mean, I have a rehearsal place here in Florida, so, you know, it's a, it's a nice hub. It's a nice place where we can go. I mean, or we can just go rehearse anywhere before a tour. Yeah, uh, we're, all, we're all very professional anyways. Um, everybody is in a different band. Everybody is in a different band, and uh, three fifths of us have been doing this for the twelve year, thirteen, fourteen year mark. You know, so I mean,
1: yeah.
2: we there's no mystery here. We're not none of us are green. Um, it's like we know what to do. Yeah. I mean, I can I can show up to a gig totally rehearsed, jam with the guys, get the vibes down, and then everything is good. You know, yeah. uh, the same with same with James, same with Ryan, and uh, yeah.
1: Cool. Um so the album, which is coming out um this week, uh or next week even, according to this. Um so <laughs> um, it's coming out sometime soon. <laughs> it's coming out. My, I was trying to think I'm thinking like my brain's not quite in there on the dates, but it's right in front of me. It says August fifth. Um it's I listened okay. to it, I got sent it. Um it's it's a solid album, I'll tell you that. Um Thanks, Nick. It's kind Appreciate of like you say, it's familiar, but it's you can't quite put your finger on it. I kind of it's like kind of a bit priest in some places. Jesus yeah Priest sometimes and a, and a bit yeah. a bit of maiden as well obviously being from england those are my sort of like you yeah, know, yeah. meat and potatoes when it comes to metal and um yeah i mean it's it's great i mean i love uh crusher um the descent uh bleed for the night uh what's the other one the battle of, the last track the battle of morningstar
2: Oh, that's a good um, one
1: too unfinished business as well i really like that track so the uh, like been... uh, battle
2: of morningstar is actually my son's favorite song he loves that already
1: oh, oh cool yeah <laughs> it is a that, good track.
2: that and bleed for the night <laughs> yeah.
1: No, that's, yeah that's awesome. i say it's a, it's a really solid album kind of like a sort of like say classic heavy metal kind of verging on the sort of like power metal elements and things like that um so tell me more about the album it's, it's called jewel of the vial i could see the 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 Reason for the name <laughs> to the point. Yeah. Because obviously, yeah, necromancing yeah. That, yeah you, you know.
2: Yeah, the, the, whole, the whole bit is meant to be, uh, you know, it's meant to be campy. It's meant to be tongue in cheek. You mm. know, I mean, think Sam Raimi in a uh, traditional heavy metal sense. Yes. It's very much like, fuck yeah, this is serious. This is very much serious, but it's also goofy. Yeah. A little bit. If you can't have a good time with it, then. I don't know. No. That's uh, if exactly you can't have it. a good time with it, then go. Uh, you have to listen to something else. And if you like, I mean, and there are bands out there which are just dead set on being completely serious. And that's OK. You can rock them, too. This is just meant to invoke smiles. And it's meant to be it's make, meant to make you feel good. Like, oh, yeah, man, like, fuck, yeah. Like, yeah. like what you were saying with Priest, like when when I listened to Priest or Maiden or any of those bands when I was a kid, it was like. It was like, yeah, I was like, hell yeah, you know, just triumphant mm-hmm. guitars and yep. stuff was good. And possibly we could see a dragon and all right, let's kill that dragon. Maybe. Holy shit. you
0: <laughs>
1: <know>. <laughs> No, it's exactly that. I was going to say that the kind of lyrical content and the storytelling in the songs does have that fantasy element to it and stuff. And um, yep. Yep. Is, was that, um, is that is there a story going through the album or does each song represent something different?
2: Yeah, each song represents something different. Um, John is a, a very talented songwriter, in my opinion. He he tells he can tell a story to where you're like, oh wow, okay, and then you're like, oh man, that, that's terrifying, or like, <laughs> man, that would be a bummer, and then it's like, oh, a little bit of hope, no, oh maybe, and then he can just leave it on like a like a half note. It goes up, you know, and you're like, huh, okay, all right. <laughs> it's a uh, it's pretty it's pretty great man. Uh so no, there's not really like a, a commonality thread running through the whole thing. Um okay. but it there Yeah, I guess uh you know each each one is definitely localized to each song. There's, you know, stories in each one. Okay. But they're all they're all a bit, you know, there's some grim, there's some uh yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of all does fit in the same palette, but it's, yeah.
1: Yeah, I was Each just saying, I mean, there's, there's some sort of, like, similar themes to the songs, or, you know, from other, like, stories and things, so. Yeah. I was just yeah. wondering where that was pulled from. Was it something, was it, it obviously wasn't a singular book? Um, no, 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 no. they're,
2: of... like, they're all different. Like, uh, like the one, Rotted Reunion, is a that's a really, really cool one I like to talk about, because it's the story of a necromancer. Alright, and mm-hmm. he wants to bring back his love. She had passed away. And he brings her back with a, uh, you know, with some cantations and some spells and whatnot that, yep. that necromancers do. And um uh, so the, the screaming vocals in that song is actually represent it's a representative of her. Okay. So that's her answering back and her lyrics are how dare you resurrect me for this with your spells you shall taste the hate on my lips. So she's fucking pissed off at uh-huh. him, right? So classic love story, like this dude's missing his old lady, brings her back, she shuns him. Then he's like, and at his, the the final lyrics there is, uh, so now you walk away, or now I walk away taking a lonely grave, you know, so he's like, he's alone, you know, and it's like, yeah. oh, man, you know, I, I like that. Every time I hear about a reunion, I'm like, I'm like, oh, man, what That's... a bummer for that dude.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, definitely.
2: You know, and then, uh, you know, James, uh, James played some sexy ass melody line. We always joke about it because it was like, it sounds like a like, like we would picture lawyers having like a lawyer having sex on a really nice couch in like late 80s, (laughs) you know, with a nice uh, like a Mercedes parked outside and like the (laughs) the uh, that's what that melody line reminded all of us of like lawyer sex melody. Yeah, we were laughing. (laughs) <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, like I said, man, we have fun the whole time, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's it's if it's not fun, you're doing it wrong.
1: No, exactly. I mean, like I said, I, like you said before, but I found the album fun. It was it was a lot of fun. I, I love that kind of style of of, of like heavy metal as well, um, awesome. because it is it does it it tells good stories. A lot of them, and you know, growing up listening to like let's go back to Maiden for instance, and listening to like Bruce's vocals and where he used to take stuff from you know, from various, like, books of, you know, fantasy books or whatnot, and I just love, like, songs that tell stories, regardless of yeah, where absolutely. you because you get the sort of, like, the, the kind of over-repetitive stuff that, you know, is pop music or whatnot, and some of the yeah, sort of, it, like, it, bigger commercial metal have that kind of, you know, that repetitive strain to them, and it's not really, there's no you know, story or substance to it.
2: No, it's a bit of a yeah. lost art, you know, I mean, yeah. it's, yeah. And it's, it's good to, like, I think it's refreshing to have that, you know, and I listen to, I mean, I I listen to the band and I'm like, I cannot believe I even play in this band. I'm so pumped on it. I'm like, I'm like, I would listen to this. You know, I tell my wife, I'm like, I would listen to this. She goes, you do listen to it. And I'm like, all right. All right. I was like, do you know what I mean? I'm like, if I wasn't in the band, I would listen to this. I think it's I think this is pretty cool
1: stuff, man. No, you that's know? good. Cause yeah, it gives you that kind of like, um, listener, like separation from obviously you're on it, but. If you don't feel yeah. like you're on it and you're enjoying it, that's great, you know. Yeah, that... it's
2: really cool. I mean, it's it's really cool to have that happen. It's a bit of a, it's a bit of a bit of a departure from, you know, my my other. It's a total departure from my other bands. I never I never foresaw myself being in a a traditional heavy metal or classic heavy metal kind of band. Like I, I just not that uh, not that I was opposed to it. Just I never even really cons. I, I never had those dreams as a kid. And then, yeah. Here it is, in it's in full fruition. It's like, oh, wow, all right, man, this is pretty, this is cool.
1: Nice, so. nice. So what are your plans going forward? Obviously, the album's coming out. Um, are you planning to tour?
2: Uh, yes, we have a tour booked for November and December. Um, we are confirmed for it. Uh, I cannot divulge that information yet, but okay. uh, it'll be in the States. And, um, okay. yeah, it'll be our first run out. It'll be a good, solid lineup for a tour and. Yeah, it'd be a really good nice. time, man. Looking forward to it.
1: Cool. Have you got any plans of uh hitting Europe because that kind of sound is, you know, uh prominent over there. <laughs> um, is there any ch- any chances of hitting that the-, the shores over there?
2: Oh yeah, of course. Um that's that's for sure on the docket. We um we're actually in the process of securing a booking agent, but it kind of we had to get the the record out yes. first in order to kind of call some waves to, you know, pick up uh pick up an agent, but the states was a little bit easier because all of us are, um, all of everything's so incestuous over here. Like yeah. us, us guys being in the bands that we're in, we have so many friends and connections. It was, it was a bit easier, you know, for us to lock in a booking agent. So, but uh, Europe, yeah, that, that's soon to follow. And yeah, like you said, I mean, that's that's where it's going to really thrive, man. You know, hit the summer festivals, you know, play VAC and play uh, yeah. Hellfest, you know, all that and et cetera, et cetera. Europe
1: yeah cool so uh, has it been well received so far from the general critics or is it uh have you yet to hear uh,
2: I, as a matter of fact i haven't read one negative anything
1: nice. um so it's all been
2: it's all been positive it's it's been a surprising response i mean you know typically you know like the the lamb goaters or the uh metal Suckers or any of those mm-hmm. uh websites <laughs> like to rip you apart and it hasn't really happened and uh it's like, okay, cool, man. I mean, hopefully, hopefully, hear it, people hear it and just go, Hey, I appreciate that you know, I appreciate original music, and you know, this is something that's not a run of the mill, every single day cookie cutter thing. Maybe I'm into it, you know. Um, and here's some, here's something that, uh, like, I, I think this band is like a, I, I consider it like it's like panty bridge music, and I say this like soil work. I mean, I, I mm. really, when I was younger, I really liked, um, I grew up fuck, listening to uh, Chain Heart Machine and Predator's Portrait, um, so on and so forth. And, um, yeah. you know, my wife isn't so much into metal, like at all. And, uh, I mean, she likes a little bit here and there. But, I mean, we can put on Stabbing the Drama, and she likes that record. So, I mean, I can still get my fix in. I can listen to some soil work, you know, with, with my wife. And, you know, she can hear it and take in. You know, Opeth is the same way. Like, uh, you know, Blackwater Park, of course, is fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh deliverance is fantastic but then we could put in damnation or any of the newer stuff and you know it's so it's like a bit of like a bridge between uh men and women when it comes to metal because i mean a lot of women like uh clean singing and that's okay that's all right too i mean that's totally cool i mean you know not screaming is not for everybody and you know, and granted, I know a lot of women who like screaming vocals, so it's not just you know, not yeah. just a female thing. But no,
1: no, my wife does. But, so you know, it's, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So it yeah. it can be just like
2: a, it's a bit of a bridge, like a panty bridge, I called it. Or something. It's like I think it's just like an extra added fac- facet for this band. Is it can be we can transcend genres. Like I think we could tour with an Avenged Sevenfold. I think we could tour with a, uh, you know let's just say Bullet for My Valentine, Kill, Switch, Engage. We could go out with Ghost. We could even go out with Meshuga. I think that their fans would be into it because it is, like you said, it's like Priest, Maiden, you know, and most of us metal guys like our staples. Like, we like the, you know, we like the original, you know, Merciful Fate, which, I mean, there's a bunch of Merciful Fate in this Necromancing the Stone. Like, Mm. (laughs) it's it's no (laughs) surprise that uh james malone and i both have king diamond tattoos so yeah it was, yeah it's not like it's not like a fucking shock
1: no no <laughs> no i was gonna that was one of the other bands i had written down so <laughs> was,
2: yeah i was uh, i was actually <laughs> waiting for a minute for it from you so i was like i was like
1: God, merciful fate you're gonna say it or? <laughs> no I, I just went for the two uh british ones because that's what i grew up on and then uh yeah i had a few others in there as well so no but that that's really cool so i've got a couple of questions left um just so sort of some I ask this to every musician i i i interview or question if you will so, um so i've got uh basically it kind of falls on from uh what you were saying before this is like your three top albums, so you're like you know ones that have really like influenced your musical stylings influenced the person that you are if you could pick just three
2: okay um well, I would have to say for sure. Uh, Sailing the Seas of Cheese by Primus. Nice. That was a it was for sure a life changer for me. Um and I would also have to say for sure Deftones White Pony, that was uh okay. another one which is and I'm going purely this is like tickling my drummer bone here. Yeah. So yeah. um and let me try and come up with a third one here. And um it's kind of it's kind of an on-the-spot thing it's a, it little, is. a little massive of a question it, um, it is
1: yeah that's why i like to ask it because it does kind of pull out you know uh some interesting picks i mean primus i've not heard anyone really pick primus before oh, uh, yeah. i love primus. Bl- it's uh, yeah I'm,
2: I'm a i'm a drummer first so i mean yeah. i'm everything else next yeah Deftones um, tones
1: are kind of like a lot of people like i mean i love Deftones. tones um but yeah a lot of people pick and it's always a different album yeah, is yeah, right.
2: A... And it like it really it really is vast. You yeah. Know? Um and I would also have to say, um yeah, Faith in the More uh what the fuck. Real Thing. yeah, Real Thing. Good. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Another good album. So so pretty much what I just did was picked all LA bands. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and two of which were like funk metal, right? So yeah. uh if if that gives you any um, any go to of where my mind's at no? typically,
1: no, that's uh, awesome. yeah. But
2: those those three those three for sure were really big records in my life. Excellent, um, ma- that, major records in my life.
1: They are fine records. Each one of those. So yes, nice ones. Um, and what are your hobbies away from music? So when you're not drumming away or producing music, what do you what do you do?
2: Mm, well, I mean, I used to go canoeing a lot up mm-hmm. here, in, uh, about an hour north of Tampa. Uh, go to this place called crystal river and we just canoe down the river, nice. sit, vegetate, you know, and just listen to the earth, nice. that type of hip, hippie shit. <laughs> um, other than that, man, I mean, everything is really just music. I don't, I don't do quite, I, I don't do anything else. I mean, I just, I, I rehearse, I produce, I create music. It's pretty much it, um, yeah, I don't really have any other hobbies. I, mean, okay. I go out canoeing every once in a while. Sometimes I go bowling, but for the most part, no. I okay. just just do music.
1: <laughs> yeah. No. That's fair enough. It's fair enough. Not yeah. many of I mean there's a few musicians that have hobbies, but not most of them are just saying we just music. You know, if they're not session playing, they're producing, they're you know, writing for the band at the time that I'm, you know, interviewing them about. So That's yep. all cool. Um it's good like to be immersed in something that you can enjoy pretty much 24/7. So Absolutely. Cool. And uh finally, where can people reach the band?
2: Um Facebook is pretty much uh it's pretty much it, man. Yeah. Go to go to Facebook, like the page, Right is there if you feel like talking to us, post on our wall. You cool. know, all that all that jazz. And uh we are we are reachable. We usually have a good time, like I mean going back to the campy thing, like people people will post uh like oh check the song out or something like that or blah blah. You know, really, really enjoying. The- he has been awarded to you. <laughs> uh, you know, which is totally some Dungeons and Dragons shit, but oh, it's yeah. just, it's just funny. Yes. You know, I mean. Because people's responses are like, "Oh my god, I'll take it!" <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: and we've been actually calling people like, uh, like, like they're like they're part of our guild and guild warriors and stuff like that. And nice. I, I don't know, just trying to, like I said, just having fun with it, you know. Because yeah. we're all we're all video game dorks. We're all dorks.
1: Yeah. So. No, that's fair yeah. enough. You know, if you can if you can make it fun, keep it keep it that way, and people respond to that. You know, you look at look at some artists that take themselves seriously and people just again lose interest after a little while if you're having fun with it people are interested you know yeah absolutely I um, spoke to um andrew wk about a year and a half ago and it's same thing it's that you know you've got to have fun with it and he's all about fun you know everything oh, man, I,
2: I love that i love that i'd yeah. actually like to uh i'd like to get a link me to that podcast i'd like to hear that
1: okay cool yes I will. Yeah, please do yeah no cool so yeah that's it that's all i have for you this week um all right so thank you jeremy uh for your time to start with and yeah. uh good luck with the album which is out on uh august the 5th on metal blade it is called jewel of the vial and the band are necromancing the stone so yeah hey. people pick it up it's gonna be uh digital physical copies available uh are you doing vinyl
2: uh no not yet no um, okay nope not yet but i think we're gonna do like it'll be a it'll be released at a later point in time but not for the initial run
1: cool all right so yeah it's out on august 5th so people go get it um go check it out on the various sites as well and yeah again jeremy thank you for your time
2: yeah thanks for having me man i really appreciate it cool no
1: problem have a good one man cool
2: good talking (laughs) you